Hi everyone, welcome back to Yaoi Fangirls vs. The World. This is Ian Z. And today we're doing something a little interesting today. We're going to talk about two separate pieces of work that we both read separately. So I know nothing about what she's talking about and she knows nothing about what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. So who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, because I just finished it today at last. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what I read is Yakuza Pride by H.J. Uh, Bruce? 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 I don't know. B-R-U-E-S. That's the last name. And you you actually lent me this book. I know. I've had it for years and never read it. I don't remember where I got it, but... I got it because you know me. I love anything that's Yakuza-ish and Yaoi. And I think you lent this to me while you were in Taiwan and I went to visit. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, mm-hmm, okay. But that was like two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. So, and I've had the book for like, oh God, I want to say eight, nine years. What? Yeah, because I had it when I was in a bookstore too. Oh yeah, that's right. And this was published like in 2011? Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. So um, I finally got down to reading it like about a week ago. And of course, unlike E, I tend to be something of a slow reader. I'm a slow reader. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Dear listeners, that was a lie. She, she reads faster. I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's just downplaying it. She's just downplaying her speedy reading skills. <laughs> but, like, I finished, granted, I did finish my book in a day, but my book had how many pages? It had about 220 pages. Come on. Mine has, like, 336. Okay, so I am a faster reader. And also, this book is, like, about maybe twice the size because yours is a little bit smaller yeah 220 pages is not that big this is a this is a couple hour read to me <laughs> exactly so what's only a couple of hours or like maybe at at, at, at most a whole day yeah. for me it takes a little bit more time and also because i'm prone to the attention deficit Ooh, shiny yeah did i tell you about the new reading trick i, I learned the new what reading trick what reading? when it comes to books what well you know how you on your because i'm like you sometimes i'm like you now with books <laughs> i have attention deficit when it reads because we read so much fan fiction mm-hmm. and you have multiple tabs and you're always going between the tabs to mm-hmm. read well i've applied that logic to books so now I have multiple books, and I'm always going through multiple books to read. So that way I read multiple books at the same time, and I finish all of them. Boom. <laughs> I'll let you know how it works out. This is the first week I've been doing it. Okay. So all I'll right. let you know how it works out. Yeah, you'll definitely have to. So, anywho, back to the subject on hand. Uh, I read Yakuza Pride. I just finished it, and I just found out there is a second book called Yakuza Courage. I don't know how that slipped past our radar, but we're going to need to find that and acquire a copy of that. Yeah, like I said, I haven't read the book. <laughs> so, that's how it slipped by us. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Now, when I read the synopsis in the back, uh, you have a Yakuza underboss named Shigure, and he finds himself attracted to a foreigner, an American, named Kenneth Harris. But, you know, Kenneth, he's... You know, your quintessential blonde-haired, but, well, slightly subverted. Instead of blue-eyed, he actually has, um, I don't know what the word is. It's when you have two different eye colors. Heterochromatic or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. 
Well, one being brown and the other green. So it's like, oh, that's slightly different. And usually, in, especially in manga, the Yakuza character, if the character is Japanese, he's usually on the receiving end, if you know what I mean. But here, no, because Ken is a little bit smaller in stature, and I'm assuming he's probably in his 20s. And so yeah, he looks on the scrawny side, but don't let his looks fool you. He's actually quite feisty than he appears to be. Ooh. And I'm intrigued. I already want to read this now. Yeah, it's actually yeah, it's um it actually has like it's a good combination of like rom-com and of course Yakuza business. Makes me wonder why I didn't read it before. Because <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, there are some scenes in the book that involves kidnapping, torture, uh, PTSD. It's a Yakuza book. It's a Yakuza book. That's a given. I mean, I've seen, read some Yakuza that's very light on the uh, on the violence, but it's very heartwarming. This one, I think, is a is a good balance on that, just a little bit. So, anywho, um, so these two have been, you know, they've grown attracted to each other, but then you have. Um, you know, some complications given the fact that, yeah, you know, this Yakuza underboss is in a relationship not just with a man, but with a foreigner. And the, the most common term you'll hear or see in this book is gaijin. That, yeah. And, I'm, but... I'm surprised they used that one instead of the other one, but okay. Oh, damn. There's another one? Gringo. I, oh, what? Gringo. Yeah, but that's for Spanish, though. That's true. Oh yeah, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot this is a Japanese novel. <laughs> there I go again, always forgetting things. Oh, is, is it that time again? <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, so, but it turns out that uh, Ken is not just an airheaded American. He's very fluent in the Japanese language and he's given the nickname Kenshin. Not as in like the historical figure, but the character. Um, oh, do you remember there was this anime, uh, Ruroni Kenshin? Ruroni Kenshin, yeah. Yeah, he was given that nickname after that character. <laughs> and so, um, so in spite of his looks and his ethnicity, he's very, he's very fluent in the Japanese language and, of course, in the art of kendo. And because of that, and initially, Shigure's uh, men in his group, at first they were kind of like wary of him, mm -hmm. but he eventually earned most of their respect. And in one scene, I couldn't help but crack up because, put it to you this way, dick jokes almost everywhere. <laughs> like, I could keep... That's what all the laughing was about? Yes, it was. <laughs> to give you some context, we went to a coffee shop and we were... No, it was here. Was it here or at the it coffee was, shop? It was, at, it was at the house. It yeah. was at the house. We were sitting down and doing a read session to kind of keep us on track on reading. And she just kept giggling and I was just like, why is she laughing? Why is she laughing? Because <laughs> there's this character who's part of the group. His name is Kotaro. And he's one of those characters that you would describe as if you turned a puppy into a human being. You know, because he warmed up to Ken instantly. You know, he's the youngest of the of the, the baby of the bunch. And but there was that there's that one character in the group who has taken a little bit longer to warm up to him and has eventually come to respect him. And of course it took dark circumstances in order to get him to realize that. But anywho, so uh, there is somebody in the group who is plotting something. I don't want to give away too much, but 
With that, of course, comes the kidnapping and the torture and so forth. So I won't go into further details on that. You have to check this out yourself. Um, you can actually find it on Amazon. Amazon. Uh, can you find it as a... You can find it as a Kindle edition and you can also find it as a paperback. Woohoo! So and so is book two. Book two is also on Amazon. Woohoo! They're part of a series called The Way of the Yakuza. Yes, that's the name of the series. And so far there are just two books and I hope that's it and that, you know, at least it's something that's complete. But it is, it is very sweet. It is also, you know, kind of, you know, hardcore, but... I really enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun reading it and I do look forward to reading the second book oh, if we get a hold of it at least yeah if we get a hold of it I'll have to read that first and decide if I want to get the second book if, if not then you know Christmas gift or birthday gift yeah hintity hint hint <laughs> <laughs> that was not a hint that was a bomb <laughs> well, I don't know I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> all right your turn now the book I read is called to love a cowboy by Rianne Eilie, that's spelled R-H-I-A-N-N-E, Rianne and Eilie, A-I-L-E. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce that last name. But oh well. Or Eilie or Ale. It might be Ale. Who knows? <laughs> but um, this book actually has two stories. It's, it's an erotic Western tales. Ooh. So ex- do expect to see a lot of sex. There is a lot of sex, but there is also a lot of story, which I like. The first story is um, actually a younger boy, Roan, and an older man, um, Patrick. And in this story, Roan, Patrick and his best friend started a ranch when they were younger. And when, and then Roan was the son of a relationship that Patrick's best friend had with a woman and Roan came to live on the ranch when he was 10 Mm -hmm. and like they both kind of raised Roan together Mm -hmm. and I guess in Roan's teenage year he developed a crush on Patrick oh dear yeah but nothing ever happened and Roan went off to college and worked on a different ranch and now he's back and he's in his late 20s and he still has that crush on Patrick and he wants to be with Patrick so you kind of have an aggressive younger guy and a reluctant older guy who is kind of like, because Patrick is the type of person that when he's in relationships, he's in it for kind of life kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, he's very reluctant because Roan is very promiscuous. And he's like, well, this relationship might be a joke to you. And I really, I prefer serious, more serious he's relationships. Monogamous. Yeah, he's very more monogamous. But so you have this heat between them where Roan's trying to get his attention and Patrick's just kind of like, I want you to, but I, d- I don't know how you're going to be in a relationship and I don't want to open that kind of words. So he's very reluctant to get in a relationship Ooh. with him. And then finally, they do get into a relationship together and then you have the miscommunication because... Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, because of course they're men and don't want to lay their feelings out. So Patrick is like, well, I... I love you and I adore you, but he doesn't want to tell Rowan that because he's, he doesn't want to be the one to say it first. And Rowan feels the same way. He's like, this is it for me, but Rowan isn't telling him that. Oh, no. <laughs> so you have all these making up sex and sexy scenes and miscommunications. And it's a very good story. Of course, eventually, you know, Rowan and Patrick 
um, decide that they're going to be together. I, I made some notes while I was reading this. I was like, one of the things that really bothered me in some of these sex scenes was like no protection between Ron and Patrick, especially since at the when they talked about Ron, they said he was very promiscuous. Uh huh. And then they fuck, and then there's no protection. So like, and I'm like, eh. a protection would be nice, please. Yeah, and then yeah, and then of course the dad in this one is very very supportive of the relationship. What? Yeah, I was very surprised. He's very what? very supportive. He's I, like, I he's like, you're my best friend. This is my son. Um, I can do nothing but support you guys. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> But he's like, just so you know, he tells his son, he grown, he's like, if you hurt my best friend, I will have to kill you. And then he turns to the best, to Patrick, says, if you hurt my son, I will have to kill you. Wow, he's giving them both the shovel talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there were scenes where there was like no lube. And I was like, this is so unrealistic. You need lube. Because that hurts like a motherfucker. Damn, I know. At least the couple in this book, they know how to use it. And at least at one point, they did use it. I guess protection. it was to show that they were so overcome with passion that they they, they didn't, in that moment, didn't care about lube. And and also, the storyline does take place in a series called To Love a Cowboy. So I'm To Love a Cowboy. <laughs> it takes place on a ranch. And, and is this, do you know what time period this takes place? Is it like contemporary? You know what? It's contemporary. Because at one point, I thought it was going to be like old Western kind of thing. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, no, there are cars. It's very contemporary. It's very this type of era. Because if, yeah. if it took place in the Old West, then okay, I could get that. But it's like, guys, this is not the Old exactly. West. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I was like when he like, basically, he was like, we could, we could still have sex without the lube. And I'm just like, no lube? Ugh. Ugh. That poor guy's ass. <laughs> but but this is just the first story. That's just the f- first story. It's Ron and Patrick. Um, the second story is... Oh, actually, there's three stories in this book because I forgot about the third, like, little story. Well, it's technically... Because, okay, in the first book, you have this character, Tyler. Uh-huh. And Tyler is Patrick's on again, off again. Like they're friends, but like when they're both feeling lonely, they kind of just get together and like, have sex. Oh, they're like, fuck buddies. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I was about to say like friends with benefits. So you get a little story with Tyler actually oh. in the first story with Tyler finding someone at a bar and loving them. Oh, okay. So you get a bonus story in Tyler's relationship. The second story is called Justice. Now, in this story, you're introduced to three brothers who roll up into this old western town of Justice. Okay. So, the first story was contemporary old, contemporary ranching. The second story is like the old west. So, they roll up into this town of Justice and they're they're hunting down um, this guy who murdered their parents. And because he murdered their parents, these three brothers didn't have the best of childhood. So they they followed his trail all the way to this town named Justice. And when they get there, they meet, of course, the three brothers each have a relationship. There's Nathaniel is the second brother, Noah is the third brother, and Adam is the first brother. Mm-hmm. And Adam, oh my God, I just realized I remembered names. <gasps> I know! <laughs> Keep in mind, this is the same lady who has trouble with names. I have trouble with so much names. Oh my God. So Adam, immediately actually, you're introduced to 
um, two guys having sex and they're in a committed relationship. Now I'm trying to remember their names, but I can't remember their names. The two guys having sex. Oh God, what's their name? Oh my God. Too bad the oldest Luke brother. is Luke. Luke and his 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 husband. You're introduced. Yeah, you're introduced to Luke and his husband. Uh, oh, husband. Um, you don't know it's his husband at first, but you're introduced to Luke and his husband. Luke's husband owns the um, brothel. Actually, he's oh, in my. charge and he owns the brothel, and um, he's one of the guys that it's. And then you're introduced to. Luke and his husband, and you are introduced to Nathaniel spying on them as they're having sex. Well, he didn't mean to spy. It was accidentally spying. Oh, my. As they're having sex. So they see Nathaniel, and Luke and his husband were like, we should invite a third into our relationship. They're having that conversation as Nathaniel scurries away because they're like, he's cute. We should invite him (laughs) into our relationship. So then we're introduced to Simon, who Simon is an older gentleman, and Noah falls for Simon, and Noah's the youngest of the brothers. Oh, okay. And Noah falls for Simon, and so you have Noah and Simon's relationship, Luke and Nathaniel, Luke and Nathaniel and Luke's husband's relationship. So you have a throuple, and then Adam. But <laughs> Adam's relationship is my favorite because Adam um, goes to find Rose. He he was supposed to go to the library to help someone named Rose. Um, remind them about dinner because Rose is very, I guess, absent-minded and forget, gets into the research and stuff and forgets to do things. Mm-hmm. So they were supposed to get Rose for dinner and then he goes there and Rose is a guy. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so he gets to talking with Rose and walks Rose home and Rose kisses him and he's just like, and he goes back to the ranch and he's so mad. He's like, this person doesn't even know me and he's kissing me. <laughs> so Rose decided at that moment that Adam was his. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it was so cute. It was so cute. So um I'm gonna need to read that then. Yeah, and the town of justice has a lesbian couple too. Ooh. Yeah, Rose's sister actually <laughs> is in another relationship with a girl. So yeah, the town of justice is very close knit and very welcoming and um gay couples are abound. And there are some straight couples too, but gay couples are abound. Woohoo! Yeah. Go justice. Yes. <laughs> so it was I like that story. It was so cute. I really liked Rose too, because Rose was just like, Adam is mine, and that's it. Like I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and no one is coming to his, his defense. It it helps that Adam is also fell for him, but still. <laughs> There's this one scene when they finally caught up with um the guy who killed their parents. Mm-hmm. And Adam was going to get shot by this guy because Adam won the fight and they were going to call it a wash and let the guy go to jail or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy, Adam turned his back on him and the guy picked up his gun and was going to shoot Adam. And out of nowhere, you hear a shot and guess who it is? Rose. Oh. And Rose is like, did you think I was weak? <laughs> <laughs> that you left me behind? And you're just like, yeah, Rose. <laughs> Because Rose is a librarian, so they didn't think, you know, that he would be... And, then it, and Adam didn't... I guess Adam didn't think he would be a part of the, the whole going after the guy thing. So he left him out. <laughs> and Rose came in to save the day. Yay! Yay! And then and he's like... And Adam, it was so funny. Adam's like, 
I'm sorry, I just brought, he's like, you brought my sister. She's like, your sister's a good shot. And Rose is like, who do you think taught her? <laughs> it was funny. Oh my goodness. That was my, I, I think Justice was my favorite story out of the two because Justice was more heartwarming. And it was basically building a family in a in an old western town. It was okay good. then, yeah. I we're like justice need, a lot. We're gonna need to switch books then. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. We're gonna have to switch and I'm gonna read Yakuza Pride and you're gonna read this next. Yep. Because um because yeah, like there was like a word that was in here and I you know, I should I've seen the word lots of times and I should have remembered it by now, but like there's like a word in here that describes kind of like apparently there's like maybe some different levels of Yakuza. Like, how do people, especially men and boys, like, how do they get into the Yakuza world in the first place? Usually, if they're, like, at their lowest point in their young lives, you know? So, at least in the Yakuza, they have a sense of belonging. Yeah. And what I like about this is that what adds to the heartwarming aspect here is that in Shigure's group, they're family, you know? Mm -hmm. They may come from rough backgrounds, but they're family, you know? And they treat Ken as such as well. And it's like, oh, <laughs> here I am reading a book of Yakuza, and I'm just going, oh, they consider Ken as family. You know, he's he's their, they see him as, as their brother. Aww. Yep, and, uh, and amongst Shigure's, uh, you know, uh, closest of friends, you have uh, the one that Ken calls, well, in his head at least, Scarface. Uh, then you have this one other guy who's, I would, I imagine him as a long-haired pretty boy, uh, Tachibana. And then you have Kinosuke, who's like Shigure's second in command, I suppose. He's the one who took the longest to warm up to Ken. And then you have Kotaro, the baby of the bunch, the tag-along kid <laughs> with no indoor voice whatsoever and is basically like, has the energy of a hurricane, hence Hurricane Kotaro. <laughs> I do want to say that To Love a Cowboy is fun to read. Um, you can find it on Amazon. Where else? Um, I don't know. <laughs> who, who, who shops on other things? But for sure, you can find it on Amazon. And the author of this book, I have met her, because that's actually how I came by my copy of this book, is she came into the bookstore, and we were having a conversation, and then they turned into talking about Yaoi, because of course she went to the manga section and she picked out something, Bial. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about Bial, and then she mentioned she was an author. And then the next time she came, she brought me a copy of her book, which is signed by her. Oh, yeah. let me see. So, yeah. Let me take a look. On the first page. Oh. So. May romance fill your life. Oh. Yeah. And she has a lot of other books too. Didn't you get Yakuza Pride that way too? I believe or, so. Or was it at a was it at a convention? I don't remember. I remember her. I think all four books I have that are um, romance novels. I got it from her because I also have another one that um, is a captain and a pirate that I still haven't read. And By captain, do you mean like someone from like the... No, a ship, a ship captain. On, is on seas. Uh-huh. So it's one of those. Well, is he uh, like a pirate 
you know, captain or a captain no, from like he's he's a captain from the navy or whatever. Oh, I don't okay. know. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't know. I haven't read it. That's why I just I just want. I to just be- know from the cover and the reading the synopsis. Okay, because you know pirates also have captains too. So I, I just I just need to be specific. I don't know. He's a seaworthy person on the sea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember actually because I believe I got all four books from her, and I also have another book. That's um, the captain one, mm-hmm. and then another one that's um, oh god I can't remember, I can't remember. But I have granted to say I have four books that are specifically BL romance novels by, and she's a local author. Oh, cool. Yeah, piece. she's a local author. She lives in our county. I won't say which county, but she lives in our county. <laughs> so definitely check her out. She has a lot of other books too. I need to get some more books by her and read them actually too and let's see so uh let's see any other announcements oh you know there's that one thing that we should have been watching too that thing you showed me untamed no the other one the short uh i think kiss of the rabbit god i don't remember it was one of the many things from tiktok that you sent me well, anyways, we'll get to that later uh, for next time. But yeah, so uh, Yakuza Pride and To Love a Cowboy. Yes, definitely give them both a try. They were super, super good. All right, and this is our episode. So in the words of our favorite person ever, Green, bye! bye. <laughs>